Mesa Ranch in northern Utah. It is considered the epicenter of the strangest and most disturbing phenomena on Earth. Animal mutilations, bizarre UFO sightings, and unusual energies that have proven harmful to humans. For 20 years, the federal government tried to find answers and failed. Now, a new team of dedicated scientists, researchers, and experts has taken over. They are determined to solve the mystery and reveal the secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Welcome to Against All Oddities, the podcast about three brothers coming to terms with the oddly true and the truthfully odd. On today's episode, we focus on the notorious Skinwalker Ranch in the deserts of Utah. Been there, done that, you say? Well, hold on to your mysteriously mutilated horses for just one second. Not only do we talk about the mysterious phenomenon that is Skinwalker Ranch, we went the extra couple of thousand miles and camped out there on location and live to tell the tale. In this episode, we talk about the lore surrounding this nefarious location, but we also spend an equal amount of time roasting the place with our unique brand of humor. We also talk about aliens, cover-ups, and ranch dressing of all things, so saddle up and keep your eyes pointed at the skies because this is Against All Oddities. This is Against All Oddities, where we talk about weird, strange, paranormal, odd, and bizarre things that we just really like or don't like or find interesting. I'm youngest brother, Tim. Middle brother, Chris. Nate. And uh, so we're going to talk about Skinwalker Ranch, which a lot of TV docuseries and documentaries and podcasts have all covered at length. Uh, Can we expand that, though, to not just Skinwalker Ranch, also also UFOs? So anyway, so this week's month's month's episode is going to start with Skinwalker Ranch because Nate actually went there with with our niece, Nate's daughter. Slash uh, Against All Oddities intern. So just to catch up, uh, Chris or Nate, have you done anything interesting in the past... Month. Well, I drove two thousand miles with a four-month-old. That anyway, Nate, what have you been doing? <laughs> I just bring up Nate because whatever Chris went through was a nightmare worse than anything you will find truly, at Skinwalker Ranch. I mean, truly, it was. We drove two thousand <laughs> miles with a four-week-old. That was a fucking cakewalk compared to a four-month-old. <laughs> a four-month-old knows how to complain. A four-month-old is like aware of of. A four-month-old has wants and needs, and two thousand <laughs> miles in a car is not one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was it was horrible. And we'll but you're both back there. in Louisiana. Yeah, back in Louisiana, we arrived. All three in, of you. I say you both. You and Meredith survived. The and trip. Rowan. Yeah, we survived the trip. Uh, we arrived home, and it was 105 degrees outside. Not heat index. That's the standard temperature. Lovely. 
I remember I was driving on the highway to the stretch before I get home and I was like, why does it look like fall here? And Louisiana is always green, like always winter, summer. And I was like, why is it fall colors? And I was like, oh, all the pine trees on the side of the highway caught on fire and the heat roasted. So the, you know, the trees that were black and pencils, they caught on fire, but the heat made all the pine trees turn brown. So it was like this weird fall landscape coming into, it, it's it's kind of a hellscape where I am right now. And because of the baby, I'm I'm in the garage and it was 102 degrees today and I'm inside my unair conditioned garage. Wait, why are you, oh, so you can be loud without waking him up. I actually can't be too loud because the garage is outside his bedroom window, but I can't be inside the house <laughs> and talk to you guys. Anyway. I've noticed you adjusted your laugh from ha ha to, <laughs> no that's funny <laughs> i'm gonna have an aneurysm by like containing my laughter <laughs> anyway that's all i got nate what are you doing i mean nate nate with that nate is actually nate's update is kind of the subject of today's podcast tim what are you what are your what's your updates before we all go right on i'm gonna tonight? speed update this because there's a lot to say about a lot of it um the the hobby uh, that i'm pursuing right now is growing some mushrooms it's a lot of fun. Uh, we went up to Alicia's parents' house with the kids, and they live in the middle of 350 acres, which is awesome. A lot of it's been timbered, but there's a fresh fallen oak. I say fresh. It was probably three, four weeks ago, which is what you want for mushrooms, a hardwood that's not like infected yeah. by other things. So I took a chainsaw, and I was standing on the tree as I was cutting a different part of the tree, and Jack was watching me, and I was like, hey, Jack, whatever I'm doing, this is how you don't do it, Okay. Because when I got the first bit of weight off, it went <laughs> while I was holding a chainsaw going. Oh, <laughs> uh, he'll have but I got five one to two foot logs off and Jack tried to pick one up was like, yeah, I can't carry it. And he left, which was OK, because he's a kid and I'm not going to ask that from him. Each log weighs probably 40 pounds. And yeah, I had to get five of them one. out. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and it's not just like I'm walking out of the woods. The woods were a 90 degree angle up for about 40 yards. Cause this was. Sounds like a Spartan really, race. It, it, the only time a Spartan race came in Andy, but it, it was five. So anyway, I'm growing shiitakes. Four of the logs are shiitakes. And one of the logs is the left-hand path mushrooms. I wouldn't <laughs> know how to get a hold of those. Maybe I would. I'm not going to tell you about it. it. I wouldn't. Um, no, uh, one of them, the big two and a half, three foot log that I got, the giant one, is Chicken of the Woods. Um, and it's yep. called that because it tastes like chicken and it's a mushroom. Both of those. Uh, it also is really good deep fried. But I, so I uh, was just coming, I drove 2,000 miles from Maine. It rained every day in Maine. The mushrooms were crazy. There was probably 100 pounds of chicken in the woods. 20 feet from did my you house. get some of it and like you it, I've, <clears throat> did you eat it it was 20 feet in oh. the air <laughs> it was growing on this tree but i would stare at it all day i was like that's like three grocery stores worth of i mean that stuff <laughs> is pretty it's like like it's maybe 10, yeah, it's 10 it's to 20 dollars a pound um if you find yeah. the right restaurant um and one thing i'm going to do this year is uh late winter early spring is morel season Nice. I'm going to try to get some, not just to eat, uh, but to you, you mix it with a slurry and then you grow essentially the, the mushroom, whatever it's called. Slurry is the only name I can think of. And then you can divide it a bunch, a bunch of stuff and you go uh, pour it out in your woods and you wait one to two years and then your woods will grow morel mushrooms. Nate, 
updates this is a so what, what what's going on here you went to you went to skinwalker ranch that's uh the oh, yeah, yeah. Well, wait wait no 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 so you want to know about Shut the up. tv show Shut up. Shut up. both of you <laughs> who wants to define skinwalker ranch oh, chris his, because uh, nate's going to uh, talk uh, chris uh, what is uh, skinwalker uh, ranch um i did a lot of research it is a like one of these ranch that contains a barn with animals, vineyards, a garden with fruits and vegetables, used an on-site restaurant, outdoor no. swimming pool, Chris, fitness no, center. No, that is a normal ranch. Oh. Uh, there's a, I believe there's ranch. a man-made Ewok Lake there. Uh, a 300-seat theater called The Stag. That's Skinwalker Ranch, right? I don't think George Lucas lives there anymore. I think it's just his offices. <laughs> I don't know what you're referencing to play along with the joke anymore. No, you're talking I'm about, about Skywalker. 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 Oh. All right, all right, here, hold on, Chris, shut up. That's pretty shut fucking up. funny. Chris, shut <laughs> up. All right, I'm going to define is. what a skinwalker is then. All right, Nate, you confirm this. But somebody that weighs no pounds at all, like, like they're six foot four and 98 pounds, and they just won't shut up just words keep pouring out of their mouth and you say no tim that's thin talker ranch <laughs> oh. that's terrible okay i'm just kidding I don't, a, 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 I don't even think that's kind of funny a skinwalker <laughs> is somebody that's like a uh, a law enforcement officer that sometimes plays by their own rules and once jump kicked a dude through the car windshield to stop them from going on that's Texas Walker. 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 Texas Ranger. <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, kidding. So, no, no, no. This one actually. So, uh, what I'm talking about is somebody like myself that likes to take birds of prey and hunt with them. Uh-huh. It's Tim Hawker Ranch. Jesus Christ, man! That's, that's all right. Here's the, here's the here's the here's the This worst is why. One. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so what we're talking about is when you take a zero percent fat and milk, and you make a milkshake with like whoppers in it. <laughs> I'm thinking of skim malter, right? Oh. <laughs> I, I can't tell us if you've given a punchline or not. These are so bad. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, who wants to actually really quickly? Because everyone knows right, what Nate, Skinwalker Nate, Ranch is. All right, is. now, Nate, what is a Skinwalker and what is Skinwalker Ranch? I'm actually curious about this because I know what a Skinwalker is, but I feel like Skinwalker Ranch it's not really named after skinwalkers am i right or like, like kind of uh, so I'll like to say, me skinwalkers were always like a native american yes. like folklore thing and i think that... it's offensive for non-native americans to tell the tale which all white people do on things yes. like podcasts and tv shows yeah so we won't do that but that's but like, like their culture but like but also like that's not skinwalker ranch like skinwalker ranch is more it's like aliens <laughs> i'd say my like, definition of skinwalker ranch is it's a it's a hot spot of uh paranormal uap activity. stuff paranormal yeah. things so not just skinwalker experiences which it's named after but also uap experiences 
and it's in Salt Lake City or outside of it's somewhere in Utah or whatever. And it's a bunch of it's a ton of acres because it's a ranch and weird shit happens there to the point that it's become a tourist attraction and a point of TV shows. Well, I mean, isn't that part of the history of Skinwalker Ranch? And we can talk about that a little bit, but like it was bought out by a company and is kind of marketed as such, right? Like, Nate, I, that's why I want to know your story. Like, how did you go there? Why did you go there? And what happened there? Like, so Nate recently went there. Yep. Let me get one fact straight before I say it for the history before, because it is, it totally is a Native American origin story. It is. Okay. Um, well, well, obviously, I know the Skinwalker stories, or we've been telling them since we were kids, even though that's probably not correct. You know, like, I remember the first time I heard it was they're talking about it like outside of maybe it was outside of Richmond on the Pocahontas um, expressway. And like, they were saying that's like haunted and you'd, you'd see skinwalkers maybe on the side of the road on that highway. Oh, wait, I, wait, isn't it when the lights are very low and then the pitcher goes to throw a pitch, but stops halfway through, which is considered a foul. I think that's something else, Tom. It's a dim balker. Ranch. Mm, no. All right, All right. Anyway, go ahead, Nate. I first heard about the Skinwalker Ranch on um, Astonishing Legends, and they did this huge three-part series, which is way back, <clears throat> maybe ten years ago, or not, maybe 2015 or 16. I think they did it. And it's this huge in-depth thing of the history, and they go into details and talk to people, and it's worth listening to. Mm -hmm. It's better than anything that i've i've seen and you know i've heard that's that the astonishing legend podcast yeah the podcast they did a, a great a great in-depth thing on it and it was really fascinating from some of the stories and a few of them that really stuck with me was uh the, this family there was a, a original family that lived there and then another family bought it there were these cattle farmers but weird stuff would happen like they would see a giant wolf like walk up and like Pat, like the family was like patting this giant wolf and the dad was like what and then it like walked over and reached its uh a calf's head was near the, the the pin or whatever it grabbed the calf's head and started pulling it he shot it with a sidearm he had a like a uh 38 or something and he shot mm -hmm. it and it didn't it do Utah. anything yeah and then he got his uh this is i'm leading up because of a a, a, a guy that i talked to that gave you a tour and then the uh, the guy uh, uh, went to his truck and got a thirty odd six and shot it, and like a tuft of fur came off, and then it just let go of the calf, stared at him, and then like walked away. Thirty odd six will, will take a deer off of all four legs. Yeah, yeah. and that's like, why that's it's a like, lot of power. Yeah, and then so they he runs after it, he goes over the hill, and it's, nothing's there. And so uh, that that was like their cattle mutilations, uh, yeah. like two really weird ones one was uh the one that i, I recall this is from uh, the 90s right yeah this is in the 90s uh in this one of the um and we re-listened l and i actually re-listened to the the astonishing legends thing but at other parts when you stuck, were driving there when, afterwards he, she oh, didn't afterwards. know where we were going she didn't oh, know that's that's going. hilarious yeah and I, I have some audio that i'll play but hopefully but the uh, uh another a crazy cattle mutilation was they had um uh, in this ranch, and it's in Utah, in the desert, uh, near Duchesne, and uh, there's some, uh, is it Ute, um, 
land that's kind of surrounding either side of it. But and uh, there's a big kind of a, a raised cliff, and then a lower river part where mm-hmm. there's you can have cows and stuff, and that's where it is. But there's a calf and a mama cow were kind of like it's it was raining, and they gotten kind of stuck down in this ravine. And the guy, <clears throat> the ranch owner, pulled the calf out cowboy style, and then took it back to the pen and came back and it was less than 20 minutes he got back and the uh, cow was dead where it was laying it was healthy a minute ago it just mm-hmm. was on the ravine completely dead cored out oh like whoa. from the butt cord yeah. like in their pictures and the guy that uh, gave us a tour was knows he knows like the uh the sheriff and uh animal control person or something came or have to come and look at it uh, or a forestry service person or something. I don't know. Yeah. But he knows the lady that did it. And she was like, never seen any, <laughs> never seen that thing was sucked dry. And like yeah. how it happened in 20 minutes. He's like, there was no animal. It was like no blood anywhere. It was just like, like cord and then wow. shriveled up, like sucked dry. And in 20 minutes and then a couple I mean, and that's the thing like this is real like that happened (laughs) yeah there are photographs you can look it up police reports uh they weren't trying to get attention or anything right this family but um so anyway i knew about this it always creeped me out and then uh here ella and i were driving from she did an internship in oklahoma and was going back to idaho where she goes to school and I was like, well, I'll fly into Denver. You pick me up in Denver from Oklahoma, and then we'll drive and stay at our aunt's and uncle's house and go up. And there's a campsite that I want to go to. <laughs> you and, just said campsite. You didn't tell yeah, her you are going to Skinwalker, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I sent her a picture of it, which is pretty. And then it was like, and we're, you know, we'll go see Dinosaur National Park, which I really want to see. That's Hell that yeah. national, which is right next to Skinwalker Ranch, by the way. It's like also cool. I, like, 30 miles away. It's like a land Nessie. Like yeah. Maybe it was a forgotten dinosaur that's still running around. And the, the Dinosaur National Park is, is where like the, the the Earth's different layers kind of lifted up flat and they found it in the 20s and there's just giant strips of all kinds of dinosaur bones just wedged yeah, yeah, in yeah. there. And they left some of them. Yeah, I've uh, seen Jurassic Park. Yeah. No, wait, that, that's in Montana. The, the opening scene with the rapper. Yeah, yeah, no. This was, this was like... In a, they like it's an enclosed area so it doesn't get washed away but you could go touch the dinosaur bones and they're all, you, all over the place so it's a weird area uh so anyway she didn't know and then we drove up and and so skinwalker ranch which is this big i can't remember four or five hundred acre ranch uh they have neighbors and the neighbors have lived there forever like yeah the 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 guy where we camped what happened is eventually the guy he's a truck driver and his wife was like we have got to do something this is when the show came out a couple of years ago i guess and she was like we've got to start giving this tours. is a show that's on the what the discovery channel yeah it's on the discovery yeah. channel and i i can't when we got home i watched the episode but it's really interesting because so it's kind of like in a hollow right like skinwalker ranch where the river is and these guys own or lease all the land that's on the ridge that runs along it oh so they're they, the ones with the front row seats yeah exactly <laughs> and then so They've been threatened, and so I got the whole story, but they've been threatened, and it's not much of a campsite. It's like maybe eight campsites, and then they have 3,500 acres. Like the, their neighbors even let them continue on, and so 
you could kind of just walk along that ridge and just look down at the skinwalker rancher if they're filming the show he'll they'll wave at them and stuff but they they get really mad and they keep threatening them about uh that they, who's they, getting mad here the show people because they're getting always, mad because they're trying to film and them? they'll have like a couple of campers like taking pictures and stuff so they said no more <laughs> No more taking pictures, but they're only they, we can experience Skinwalker Ranch. Not exactly. You. Yes, exactly. But they uh, so the rule is you can take selfies, and um, that's totally legal because you're the subject matter. Or taking a picture of somebody else, but it can't be just of Skinwalker Ranch. Was I guess like the workaround. So you'll see all the pictures I'll show you. Oh, because Skinwalker Ranch is owned by a company now, not. A- yeah, well, it's owned yeah. by a dude, but he's trying to he's make... He's, like, licensing stuff, and... Yeah, he, he wants to make some money. Um, yeah. So it's just you you pull up, there's some farm equipment. It looks like desert, can't really see anything. It's big sky, which is fun. And I paid him the 100 bucks to take the UTV tour, which lasted forever. I nice. could have... It was mean, worth the 100 bucks then? Oh, he... Yeah, like all I mean... Day thing? No, it was all afternoon. We got there around four, and it was... How long was it supposed, for? Like four it was, hours? It was supposed to be an hour and a half, but it, it was just, like, indefinite. You know, it just... He just, <laughs> he, kept just talking. He, he kept... He was hanging out. He doesn't usually give the tours. His wife does. But it was a Saturday, and he was... You know, he's home from work, and he was like, I don't know. You guys want to do a tour? Let's do it. And he is a super nice guy, and his stories were cool because he's lived there his whole life, and his father has lived there the whole time. See this beautiful selfie in my dinosaur hat? And then, but behind it, you can see Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you can't, it's, these are each like, you know, different parts. I don't know. He kept referencing the show. And I was like, I've never seen the show here. Uh, but I, but I, I know the gist of uh, a lot of the stories. And he had some like wild binoculars. You could look down there and see the houses. And everything's abandoned now. I like how the show is so extraordinarily narrowly bullseye into our demographic of interest but none of the three of us have yeah, seen no interest it, in it nor do we want to watch it <laughs> well it's like which you i know can't what? explain other i like skinwalker ranch but those shows are just like ghost hunters they're, they're it's garbage. all they're drama i no can't do it i don't like stuff. expedition x i don't like um the oak island thing i watched a couple oh, of I can't do that. it's horrible it's, it's like i can't do it oh it's it's um I don't know what the right word is. It's just the, the least Garbage. climactic show on the planet. What is this? And they show like a dead salamander or something. What's that burial mound? Uh, so Nate's showing a picture of his daughter and himself selfieing with Skinwalker Ranch in the background. <laughs> What's that burial mound that's behind you? Oh, I don't know. It's just desert rock bullshit. Rocks. Covering it's up probably a isn't... spacecraft. Hey, I what are the things better... called when you bury like a Pictures. person and they're all domed over? It has a name. It was in um, Lord of the Rings in the very beginning, where the uh, the, uh, the the barrow the barrows because oh, mm. the barrow right was the thing the ghost that kidnapped all the the hobbits and put a sword over their necks and then like yeah brought her out of freedom or whatever yeah, or Tom Bombadil uh, one of them. Nerd alert! <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's talk Any, about something anywho. cool like Skinwalker Ranch. So, but his stories were interesting. You talked about it's like, did you see it, ever see anything as a kid? Because he like lived here, right? Yeah, his like before the nineties. Oh yeah, and so this guy Ken or somebody owned it, like that um, was older than his parents, and he said, well, his parents 
his uh, dad and his uncle before he was born when they were living there would help the guy get his hay in you know and um they'd take horses or just go over there and help them this would probably my guess be in the 60s or whatever mm -hmm. early 70s maybe 70s <laughs> and they'd help him get his uh, hay up and eat dinner or whatever but they would shoo him out of the house and have him go home they're like you can't be in the ravine after dark i was like why and he's like i don't know they just weren't allowed as a kid well, you just weren't yeah. so you couldn't go into near the ravine after dark and he's like my uncle's still alive you know i ought to i'm gonna ask him the next time i see him i'm gonna ask him why he couldn't go why they couldn't go down there in the dark but he said they always everyone was frantic when it was getting dust like get out get home before it gets dark you can't be yeah anything. see that's suspicious <laughs> yeah 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 it's cool and it's nonchalant no one ever questions it you know like okay yeah. and then um later he sold it uh yeah he sold the 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 land that guy left and sold it to the guys in the 90s who had all the paranormal experiencing experiences with their family yeah and then later they sold it they left there might have been an intermediate guy and then bigelow bought it uh from mm. bigelow space industries he's into all this stuff right and then he had all these guard shacks i don't know if i emailed myself a picture of it but had all these guard shacks and watchtowers and stuff and cameras everywhere uh to mm -hmm. film stuff and the government was kind of there and there's a new book i haven't read it yet called skinwalkers at the pentagon and two of the yeah. government people that were checking in stuff uh checking out stuff here went back but they the paranormal poltergeisty stuff followed them to dc yeah. uh which is that's why it's called skinwalkers in the pentagon uh oh, other whoa. and the weird stuff like the latches like the all this you know people it, it's a weird place and the houses they it was odd because like all the cabinets had latches and they said like, well you could you stop you know cabinets from going up and in and out but they had latches on both sides of every door on both sides of the cabinets and stuff like why are latches on the inside and outside like it's, it's weird. So, so weird like some of, some of the stuff um uh anyway the the tv show guy eventually owns it and uh you can watch the first episode like me and it'll kind of explain explain what they're doing i don't think they'll get sued for ever for letting people camp and walk around and take pictures uh and give tours because they're always launching rockets and i think i have a, i don't know about a picture here but it's like all these big rockets keep landing in his yard where they do experiments <laughs> of launching rockets up and they'll just like crash into his property and stuff so he doesn't think he's good i hope not but, yeah, that's uh, interesting. If, if so, he gets in trouble so you it. guys were there. You spent the night. Like, did you see anything? Like, what was that like? Uh, or is it just like camping? Well, it was just like camping. It was a normal campsite. One interesting thing about the tour is it's on a UTV and up and down. And I was, uh, you know, we hadn't we had just got there and kind of decided to go on the thing. And it felt like I was kind of nauseous about it, like the whole time. And I never get car sick. Yeah. yeah, but I was like car sick in that thing. And after you know we're going into it after a while i was like i just want to go back to the campsite i don't want to be here anymore you know i mean i appreciate the stories and stuff but it's like really making me a little woozy apparently that's the number one thing at skinwalker ranch is feeling really and just get nauseous being there yeah you feel nauseous and don't want to be there anymore and i got like wow. a mild taste of it maybe maybe that maybe 
you know, it was the Jimmy John sandwich I had for lunch. <laughs> never. <laughs> or, Jimmy John's has never done you wrong before. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was the Jimmy John's. Or maybe it's a UTV ride, but usually I'm always doing off-road stuff. It was just odd that I, you know, I just, after like an hour and a half, I was like, I don't feel great. I just want to go back and set up the campsite. That's um, interesting. Yeah, which I didn't think about until we left. I was like, that's kind of weird. But there's some other campers around us, and we talked to a couple of them. Um, the new iPhone takes pretty good star pictures. I saw a bunch of satellites. This thing freaked me out until I realized it was a telephone pole. Because <laughs> I was like pitch black, and I was trying to. So Nate does have a black and white picture of a UFO beaming up a cow or something, but when yeah. he says telephone pole, that's a telephone pole. Uh, yeah. And so, but it was kind of cool. There's some clouds came by, but the stars are pretty. I saw the coolest thing I saw was a meteor break through the clouds, and I nice. didn't get a picture of that. Uh, it was off in the distance, and it was just a streak. I was like, ooh, meteor, and then it like popped through the other side of the cloud, and then there's like little orange glow that's awesome like it hit the ground or something i was like ooh. and then ella came out because she had gone to bed and then she came back out and i went to bed and she said she saw a few more shooting stars but nothing uh nothing, nothing crazy and then in the morning uh we had these stale donuts so i stuffed a marshmallow in it and roasted it over a fire nice classic nice. yeah so well, that's still it, awesome i love that you like took your daughter to the skywalker ranch but didn't tell skinwalker her skinwalker ranch no she oh, we, yeah, we also <laughs> But the, the campground, it's called the uh, UFO Valley Campground and UTV Tours. And then on their homepage, you could actually see I'm talking to like a giant group. It was just me and Ella and the dude and one of those things. Yeah, see, that's awesome. And then that's like, that's an old Bigelow guard shack down there that you can see. But that's awesome. it, was, it was, it was really fun. And we talked to the, when we got back, I was talking to the wife about like, you know, were some? Have you seen some weirdos? And she's like, one out of ten, we get all seventeen. And uh, <laughs> she's like, we get podcasters and stuff. But the first one, they hadn't even gotten it approved by the county yet, or whatever their business license they just gotten. And she kept this guy, the some famous. I wrote his name down. I'll find it, and we can post a link. He's some psychic, and he kept saying, "I must come there. I must come there." And uh, she was like talk to the city and they're like just don't call us anymore sure you can camp on your property we don't give a shit and so he came and camped and she was trying to take him over to the skinwalker ranch parties like no 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 i wasn't called there i was called to here oh weird. And like and he was like he's she said he had this gopro camera just wandered around talking and gibberish and stuff to himself and so but apparently it's a youtube channel and stuff i'll try to find it uh, mm. maybe they have some stuff and then this other lady, she had some weird drawings of sketches, and she said she would speak in tongues and just like meditate and, blah, 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 and then draw as she's doing that, draw the spirit she was talking to, which I didn't, I didn't, it's not, it. it. it not worth it. But <laughs> it was kind of fun to talk here about the weird people that come. But most of the people I saw were just, just kind of like, yeah, it's like, why not? Like, camp there. It's if you look at the, it's very affordable. 40 bucks <laughs> 40 know, bucks like... a night for tent camping nice <clears throat> yeah not bad it's about the same for everything and or rv camping if you have an rv 40 dollars a night so yeah. it sounds like it's 40 dollars a night just to hang out on their property <laughs> yeah and if, if you're going to the dinosaur national park anyway might as well you know like... i agree i agree skinwalker like, i think is actually more interesting but um... it's uh differently interesting yeah so there we go that's uh, awesome well i'm glad you got the i mean that's cool I, i'd like to think that you went out there 
for us but <laughs> i also like that if you talk about people in the community and by community i mean either podcasters or paranormal people or odd stuff and like hey you know about skinwalker ranch right and you're gonna be like yeah i mean i've been there or whatever i slept on the ground but i mean I, you know what do you think what do you think about it what did you learn about on the internet mm -hmm. or um, your tv show yeah tell me about your tv show i've been there but what but it's cool if you look at the tv show that's all you see is the brown part behind them and it's so the green on the the map, all the green stuff is Skinwalker Ranch, and then all the deserts is this guy and his neighbor's property that That's you awesome. know they they drive around on. So, yeah, right, the, so wait we, to to polish it off. One thing we didn't touch on was the origin of the Skinwalker and what that is, and what the why the place is cursed and everything. And the legend is, and it's like I was saying, there's Ute land on either side, right? Mm -hmm. There is some dispute, which this is uh, probably they they're saying not true because it, it it wouldn't work like this. But the during one of the wars, the uh, Navajo cursed the Ute with a mm. skinwalker, and a skinwalker was like a bad shaman who can change shape or whatever. But they're also out. The problem with the skinwalkers or as described by our tour guide are all um evil like because they're out for selfish reasons whereas a shaman should help the community they're doing terrible greedy things or killing or it's it's just a bad it's it a would bad be the shaman. equivalent of the the western occult black magician versus white magician black hat for, versus white hat hackers you know like exactly and so but the thing is there's it's always a double-edged sword if you call on one or create one or whatever you're gonna be screwed like yeah it's like it, it's like working with the goetia or something it's like yeah i'm yeah. just gonna call this demon to help me <laughs> yeah exactly like, sounds cool, like cool, a great cool. idea like i'm not yeah. saying you can't do it i'm just saying like it's like some work and that's why that's why they said it's not probably that's not true it was just made up however so the tour guide said also when i said did you ever see anything and they had like a double wide trailer thing he grew up in he's like well when i was like nine years old i saw a shadow thing in my backyard and it was um scared the crap out of me and i talked to my dad as i screamed for him and stuff he's like don't worry about it it's just shadows and then i never thought about it again He's like, but it looked exactly, he's like, the best way I think I can describe is staring at one of the things from the movie Ghost, one of the yeah. bad things. He's like, yeah. it creeped me out. And he's like, and he talked to his friend later as an adult who is a youth um, member or whatever. Uh, and they're, they have a big, similar to like their um, farther east, uh, east of where Skinwalker is, and there's like the big cliffs and stuff like what we were standing on mm -hmm. and he said like yeah they he said did, did he have red eyes and he was like no and he was a kid he's like no, i didn't see any red eyes it's like well the shadow things that come down for us are all down the cliff are always you know it seems like they have red eyes but they are shadows that come down but it's okay you do your dance and you like they go away after a while or something like that like it was kind of like yeah it's a common thing around here you got to make sure you know you do what if right, you don't know the dance? Do the right dance or protection or whatever, uh, you know, blow some smoke on them and you know they'll go away. And it was, I was like, well, yes, where's the card, the info card on in your yeah, little the, I your need a sacred YouTube tutorial, <laughs> yeah, and some tobacco and sage or whatever we're using, uh, which is kind of interesting. I'm glad that there's you know that's part of it though. Like, 
you still yeah. have the Native American aspect. So, but that that said, then we left the next day and, and traveled north. So, well, Chris, do you have any Walker bombs? Uh, uh, I don't have Walker bombs. I have ranch bombs. Ranch bomb. Ranch bomb. Um, ranch dressing was created in 1949 by a plumber turned cowboy. While working as a contract plumber in Alaska, Steve Henson started cooking for his coworkers and perfecting his buttermilk dressing recipe. Five years later, he moved to California with his wife, Gail, and bought a ranch. He, his famous buttermilk dressing soon became a staple at the dinner table of Hidden Valley Ranch. And before long, the Henson started selling it to guests and local supermarkets. Over two decades later, in 1972, the couple sold their name and recipe to Clorox for $8 million. Not bad for a little buttermilk, mayo, and herbs. Again, Walker Ranch. Good ranch. Ranch ball. Ranch, ranch ball. <laughs> hey, we didn't say what kind of ranch. All right. So I'll bring it because I'd say since we didn't do this, uh, we we're going to plan to do ranch bombs. Like historically, we've done death bombs. And we interject uh, historical information. Interjection bomb. Like with our uh, roller coasters one, it was like Disney bombs or whatever. Yeah. And I only had one. And the only the only Skinwalker Ranch bomb that I could think of was that uh, you can add any sort of adjective with an Emperor Palpatine voice for some reason, and it becomes a fast food menu item. I'll give oh. you a few examples. I want to hear okay. that. Crispy Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch combo. <laughs> Extra large Skinwalker Ranch. Like try, like I don't, I don't know. It's like something you'd order that comes through a window. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I have that spicy skinwalker ranch? (laughs) Yeah, wait, wait. Say it with either a deluxe or not deluxe. Boneless (laughs) skinwalker ranch deluxe. Yes. Your order is complete. (laughs) (laughs) Order 66 joke, yes. Wait, you know what? The the true Seth Lord at the drive-thru wouldn't give you your food they'll ask you to pull up ahead so they can like which is the yeah, yeah, when they yeah. say that i'm like no yeah, bring like, it. I'm if never you don't mind pulling it. into the first parking spot someone will bring <laughs> yeah. it i refuse it now i refuse it just so you yeah. know the last night they're like hey can you pull over there i was said no i'm in a giant truck and i have no room over there i'm staying right here and then the person like the 16 year old started sweating and looking over a couple times like he said he won't move <laughs> <laughs> yeah the last time they forgot about me and i had to go in and get it like i'm never doing that again or if there's no one behind you like come on you just yeah it's you're like gonna, dude, there's no room you're gonna have to look right that's all i say now is there's no room i'm saying i'm staying yeah. right here but I don't mind can you could you do that in an emperor voice please pull up front <laughs> your order will be brought out to you <laughs> your Skinwalker Ranch McDouble. <laughs> <laughs> Your meal's never coming up. <laughs> so, I forgot uh, to put a toy in. Please pull up front. I was trying to think of uh, any other Skinwalker things. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Astonishing Legends because um, that's uh, something people should go listen to. I, I, I was listening to recently because I was going on a Euphemet kick the podcast Euphemat, and he, the guy who runs that, um, but he interviewed this guy named Ryan Patrick Burns, uh, who he wrote a book called the Utah UFO Ranch, 
I think it was originally called the Skinwalker Ranch, but it was they like I think he got us his cease and desist <laughs> situation. So now it's called the Utah UFO Ranch. <laughs> like, That's but he was it was really cool. Uh, they they kind of um, he's talking about I think he maybe work security uh he's a paranormal like investigator type guy but he like actually lived there for a while um and uh he was telling stories about um the shit he saw there um which sounded like a lot to me like the guy who wrote the um chris bledsoe yeah bledsoe bledsoe stories about like the the like i think i think uh ryan patrick burns calls them drones but they're more like they're like UFO orb things that would chase him around. Yeah, the they, they they mentioned that the, the tour guide told a story about the orbs, and then that was also an astonishing legend. And the, but the cool thing they had a black triangle UFO come out once, supposedly, like, yeah. and it was a, um, but it was at night, and then the sky opened up to a blue sky, like a like a. Oh. Like, like a dimensional a, shift. Well, like a portal opened up in the sky and this like black plane flew out of it and flew off. Like and then it closed back Wait, up. Who was like, telling that story? <laughs> I can't remember. One of the UFO people. I mean that oh. was at the Oh that from, was on the, Astonishing Legend. That was Astonishing Legends. And then another guy wanted to meditate there. This was back in the nineties or early two thousands, before Bigelow bought it. And then he went out and um, meditated and he got up and the cowboys they're all cowboys here right so they're just yeah. like sitting there staring at this guy that wanted to go meditate out in the field and then he just started screaming and ran back to him and they saw something it said the best thing they could describe was like predator in the movie like something walking that had like uh, like cloaking like a cloak around it you know That's awesome. so which was cool. So all kinds of crazy stuff happened. Man, I, why I could not imagine meditating in the desert. It's I. I mean, I'm glad that you're alive because of our pale, pasty complexions. Like the idea of like sitting in a desert. Yeah. I mean, well, it it's actually also interesting. at six. I mean, desert people are probably same say the same about the woods. It's yeah. high desert too. It's like uh, yeah, and there's like trees in the and air, stuff. Yeah. Like six thousand feet up. It's super high up. And apparently this, in the winter it's closer to the sun name <laughs> yeah yeah true true i mean i definitely was dried out <clears throat> the quest for the grail is not about archaeology it is the race against evil another option of course is to forget about the quest and go buy paranormal insurance at dorfview.com If by my life or death, I can protect you, I will. You can have my sword. And you have my bow. And my axe. And my paranormal insurance from Dorfee.com. For just a few bucks, I can protect us from all kinds of stuff, from the likes of ghosts and haints and spooks, and who knows what lies up ahead. Just go to Dorfee.com and get you some. Orange trolls, wizards, champions, magic rings, and potions not included. So one thing that's, that I, I didn't, I don't think I came up with this, but I've been thinking about it a lot. Is that let's say there's a them, right? The uh the fifth dimensional beings, these aliens that people encounter, even Chris Bledsoe and the UFO of God book and everything, it's lost time, right? So they have the ability to just turn off your consciousness and then turn it back on after you recover from whatever. Mm. So they can manipulate consciousness. 
why wouldn't they control our entire population through pop culture since it's what we control like pay the most attention to in mass and what i was saying is like um christopher nolan that directed interstellar and villanovu or whatever that directed arrival both address non-linear time communication or non-linear time just as is and marvel and dc are both doing interdimensional theory and explaining it at a child level as like a comic book what what if they are like saying like do you oh, understand so they're, they're, now they're, they're like trying helping to us as a cultural using, grapple with idea of they're using multiple dimensions to draw our pop culture for us by planting these ideas in our head to like i'll take it man well they've been using steven spielberg for years yeah. well right i mean there's, you know like he got everything from uh close encounters which is the best one i think yeah that's good et e and uh ai and all that stuff but if it's the let's say there's multiple faction the good ones are doing it they're gonna make the bad ones like look like the predator and aliens or, and the aliens but, could look like skinwalkers or what about they live mm -hmm. another one sees awesome. us another one sees us <laughs> we haven't seen her yeah so good yeah it's awesome what okay what about this did you guys hear about the peruvian uh flying yeah i don't alien? buy the peruvian stuff actually so you think they're gold miners with jet packs that i don't believe that they're miners wearing jet packs no <laughs> i like how those are the two alternatives well they're but aliens it's or, either it's or aliens aliens police or, i'm looking at the police report police report right here says uh the what was reported as flying aliens were actually miners wearing jetpacks and body armor so when they people shot at them they didn't kill them. so real quick just for our listeners what give us the backstory of this one there's a lot of uap and non-human alien i'll just say it's not even non-human just alien sightings in a small town in peru right mm -hmm. 10 hours 10 hours from a city right i mean it's like in the middle of nowhere it's in the middle but there's a lot of illegal mining on the river and uh for gold so illegal gold mining gangs from brazil come in and from colombia and they said uh, the gangs there's so much gold that the, the gangs are paying like these a jetpack uh would be like two hundred and fifty thousand dollar jetpack in body armor and they try to kidnap but the stories coming out of there aren't just that they're seeing aliens that the they're they're people being cut and attacked and uh some guy got his skin surgically removed off of his face but then it showed all this foot that and the problem i have is all this incomplete photographic evidence keeps coming out and some of the stuff that i see is like that is a dude wearing a mask that's definitely not an alien like there's just too many it doesn't hit yeah. the right buttons to say this could be legit whereas the mh370 airline that video the people were like this is why it's not real and people were like this is why it is real but it it's real enough that you could buy it. Like well, I could believe I, it. I'm going with the Chris theme of 10% of everything's real. So if you have Peruvian tabloids and Brazil tabloids, they're going to just throw garbage out, you know, constantly where I'm not saying that us tabloids wouldn't either. Because somewhere in Peru, Peru they're, they're, the U.S. is trying to recover like a crashed aircraft. So they're like, well, look over here. Look over here. Guess, like, what, guess what was happening in the area as well? Joint 
Peruvian and U.S. Uh, military exercises. Military operations were going on at the same time. So I think that I, th I think that we'll never end the psyop for UFO stuff, real or not. It doesn't matter. You go back to and what's so super weird is like the pushback on scientific stuff. It's like okay, you see a video. Uh, I'm not talking about the, the satellite image, but even there was like Carl. I saw a video of Carl Sagan arguing with uh, Heineck about um, UFOs, and Heineck called him out. It's like he was kind of Carl Sagan's ripping into him for the UFO stuff. He's like, you're the being the least scientific I've ever heard you right now. It's like if you see something or you there's something that you don't understand, you use it, you you catalog it, you. Uh, try to observe it and you figure out what it is you just don't dismiss it as trash uh, trash because that it we're like it's like we're in the middle ages right now like laughing at like the, the cia psyop for project blue book and that stuff just works so well that now people are like ha ha ha, ha whatever you fool and the whole time they're being dragged away and chucked in the soiling green machine they don't care mm -hmm. like so i think i think it's uh it's, it's going to be a hard slog. And I 100% agree with Tim that it's a consciousness thing. I don't think yeah. it, it needs to be that covert. I think it would be <laughs> right in the open. You can just say... Nothing's know. real anymore. That's like there's disclosure because nobody gives a shit. And the well, people not, that do give is, a shit is are it even disclosure like, or they're just not trying as hard? No, there hasn't been official disclosure. Like the Grush, 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 whatever, Grush. Te testimony before congress was approved by the department of defense before he said anything it oh, had to sure. be because he went under a whistleblower cause too like yes they told him what he could say and not say before he went up there by the way same thing lou elizaldo who works for space force by the way 2017 like i fully everybody that seems to be doing it seems to be lock in step with doing like procedurally what the right thing to do and to be in a position where you can whistleblow on this stuff takes a very specific type of person to excel in these ranks. Like these are not people that like, I don't know, are loosey goosey with their like motives and like plans. These as to quote hunt for red October, was it Ruskies don't take a shit without a plan. Russians don't take a dump son without a plan. And senior captains don't start something this dangerous without having thought the matter through. Like yeah, the, 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 oh, the, the type part. of like this high level of military intelligence and um, like these are like tactical like Air Force pilots like these people don't just like break code like they do it. They do it in for a reason with organized like fervor and they do it like methodically and materialistically. So of course they have approval. Maybe would... it's two. I think there's two factions within the government too. Like oh, I'm sure. even Joe McMonagall talking, and he was saying he had some senators saying it's devil's work that's going on, and then another senator will come up and say you're doing God's work, you know. Or people gave Nancy Reagan shit for talking to a, a psychic, and then Reagan had a team of psychics he was talking directly to. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 such a I think there's different factions too. So like the Grush thing when it came out that he had um uh like he suffered PTSD from Afghanistan 
like as a smear thing was just yeah. like yeah but dude. that's not the fact that they're trying to smear him speaks volumes but it's is it they or is it i think it's a disconnected group i'd say the fact some, that he's being some people are saying speaks yes i don't think yes, there's no go for there, it. there's no being smear anything i mean that's the whole thing that's why i think 10 percent of everything is true it means some weird shit is happening but like we are just a fucking chaotic group of individuals right nothing functions that's why i'm always like there's like all like you know i like a conspiracy theory but like these big conspiracies i just don't believe them because we're the most unorganized like Sure, oh, the moon landing to be faked would take 400,000 people to keep a secret. That's what I mean. Like, we are just the worst at everything. Like, if we were organized in any way as a species, we would have, like, solved all of our problems, like, centuries ago. We're not. We are not great as a species. So, like, there's just a lot of chaos, just like everything so i don't think there's any grand manipulation from anywhere and i don't think there's like beings like helping reveal or unreveal it's just like okay so i do believe i think there's some ufo shit going down i think the government's trying to like stumble through the best way to disclose the fact that they've known about it for some time and i think the government itself is a chaotic machine of chaos (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Like, well, like so some people know, some people don't know. Like, have you like, I like watch watch like a, a government try to like clean water in a small town. Like, it's fucking a mess. Like, we can't do anything. It's just like watch Parks and Rec. Like, that's the most like believable sense of like government employees trying their best, not trying their best. It's just like we are an ungovernable mess of like chaos, and so it's hard to see the pattern or like overlay a pattern with how government agencies are working. Cause it's just like millions of individuals with conflicting interests, conflicting amounts of information and uh, conflicting amounts of like disinformation. Like doesn't mean that there's not patterns. It doesn't mean there's not things happening, but like, you can't be like, well, uh, it's all an organized plan. Like I never trust anyone who thinks it's all a big plan. I don't think like, it, I don't think it's organized. But I think it's, somewhat compartmentalized and there's yes. a few people that know of everything course. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not saying that there's not information that's being hidden or like i'm just saying like it's like the internet right like the internet is all the information of our species is Ugh. kind of in the internet but like it's it's madness and you can never put it together in a co- coherent sort of way in order to gain no that's that's going to be a research project of a thousand years like hey uh could you go back through here's a copy of the internet from 2012 could you go back through and write a report on this it'd be like i don't know man (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know yeah (laughs) uh, money's a driving factor too which shouldn't be part of it but it is but that's why grush is there right and then somebody brought that up like this whole thing isn't about ufos and why it's getting congressional and again for our listeners we're talking about the ufo whistleblower that uh, grew testified but 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 the whole thing the whole point of that was like there's military contractors like lockheed and boeing are getting billions of dollars that are disappearing and no one knows where it goes right that's what this is really about and so if you're like and that's why uh grosh this is a theory by the way that I read that the reason he had to whistleblow is because if 
that's some that's worth somebody coming after them. If you just discovered something like fifty billion dollars into black projects, because he's the, he was the UAP guy trying to find the stuff. If like, wait a minute, where is this money going? You know, all of this to research extraterrestrial craft or whatever. Let's see some receipts. Like, what's going on? That's what happened. It was it's an accounting error that is caused the congressional thing, and that's what they're going to step on and like zoom in on. Like Congress is like money and they're all gonna like because they hold the purse strings and that's why they're trying to zoom in on it and apparently a lot of generals and stuff like as they retire they get cushy weird like quote-unquote jobs for these companies that make millions of dollars or whatever every year and they're the ones that are like nope you can't look into this you know because they're trying to protect uh the the money or whatever i think so i think there is some conspiracy but i think it's more individualized and I think it's more corporate than uh, yeah. actual government stuff. And I think that the IRS is going to be the one that actually blows open the whole uh, UFO conspiracy or hiding <laughs> you know, UFOs and stuff. What's that sound? Coming in from the distance. Well, look who it is. It's the two sombre bitches that always come in uh, looking for free Skinwalker Ranch drinks. My, my, my companion, he's, uh, he's tired with baby, so he doesn't have any jokes. But I got two. All right, who's got uh, who's got a joke uh, for a Skinwalker? Yeah, I, I, so just to explain, <laughs> oh, these wary travelers want a drink. <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh got, boy! He's, oh, he's got the <laughs> It's hard to right, medieval so, part. Uh, <laughs> you guys want my alcoholic ranch beverage today? Special is Skinwalker Ranch, which is a normal alcoholic ranch drink, but with skin in it. And uh, you you gotta tell a pretty fair comedian tale <laughs> nice. to get it. So what? All right. Well, this one will be Chris's. Uh, what salad dressing does Macaulay Culkin prefer? Okay. Uh, ranch alone. Neverland Ranch. Uh, what? Now I was thinking more along the lines of uh, why was the baker's hands brown? Nice. Because he needed a poo. That's so disgusting. But, uh. What, <clears throat> <laughs> uh. All right, so I don't Hold get up. a ranch drink, but Sounds I don't really like need one. I'm too tired. Anyway, oh, gross. What does uh, um, what does the cowboy wear? <laughs> ranch dressing. Uh, uh, sorry, the internet's faded. That's those are the best too. Uh, so I'm gonna say <laughs> this is a failure. Wow. You got no visitation wow. rights with the drinks. <laughs> The skin, you've got no skin in this Walker Ranch game. Anyway, thanks for coming by. That was Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, Here's uh, maybe some (laughs) barcore if Chris feels like adding it.